Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. What does it feel like to be a counsellor waiting to... I suppose, have it revealed to them whether or not they've been endorsed once again by the public. They'll be finding out very soon. Among them, uh, Paul McCusker, who's available to speak to us. Uh, good morning, Paul. Good morning, Frank. How are you? I'm very well, Paul. You've been a councillor for some time. You're now standing, waiting, sitting, waiting for the public to endorse you once more, or at least for evidence of same. Do you feel confident on a morning like this morning? I do, Frank. I mean, with uh, with every election, you know, um, you have mixed feelings. You know, you're nervous, you're excited, and stuff. But this morning, you know, I'm at City Hall at the minute. The count's taking place currently, and we should know in terms of first preference by lunchtime um, who who's got over the line in terms of the, the quota. But um, this is my first time running for election. I was co-opted on Belfast City Council um, two and a half years ago when Nicola Mallon took the post up in Stormont. So um, this is my first time actually, you know, go, going to the doors and asking people to support me. But I have to say, I've really enjoyed it. You know, been on the doors, I think it, it allows you to connect um, more with the community and, and get to meet more people in your constituency, uh, which is Old Park. Um, so my area would go from Lagoneal to Ardoin to uh, New Lodge to uh, right across North Belfast, you know. But I've been very, um, I have to say, it didn't really sit too well last night, Frank, you know. Yeah, I can understand why, Paul. I can understand why, because you're, you're, you are reminding us, indeed, that you're a co-opted councillor as opposed to an yes. elected councillor. And that makes it slightly different because you haven't had the experience of standing in that count centre before wondering were you going to be selected. And now, if you failed you would have to think, oh my word, they, like they, they, they put me they put me on the they, they put me on the council and, and I failed. Uh, how would that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, one of the things, Frank, I suppose, when you're as a councillor, you know, when you represent the people, you, you, try, you try your best every day and, you know, there's things that you will, um, you know, uh, be able to do for people and there's things you can't because, you know, when we look at talk about politics and, in Northern Ireland, is you know we've got a lack of stormant and, and quite often people is people local people put trust in their local councillor because of, of, of there's no stormant. So there's more, I think today there's more pressure on local councillors to to act up in the absence of stormant. Um, and you're right, you know, there's that sort of feeling where if if you know for, for me, I believe you know I, I try my best for people in North Belfast and I want to continue that, but. I just hope people, you know, have come out and supported me. Um, but, but again, you know, I got the opportunity to, to, to be co-opted onto the council, and now I'm running for election. Which, you know, it's, it's, it's also a bit of a good experience as well to 
actually be involved in as well, Frank. You're an SDLP man, Paul, and I'm reading some of the commentators here and they're saying this could be a watershed moment for the SDLP. This could be the beginning of the end for the SDLP. People are so confused as to who the SDLP are, what they really stand for and what their links are with Fianna Fáil and all of that. Uh, And your main competitor, Sinn Féin, always seems to be on the rise. Uh, How how frustrating is it to be an SDLP councillor? It's very frustrating, um, Frank, but in terms of, of council, I mean, where the councillor is, is a person to be connected with and do all the, the localised issues. In terms of the bigger issues in Stormont, and, and people, I mean, on, on the doors, Frank, we were getting lots, lots of apathy from people, you know, well, why should I vote? You know, you know you're know, you doing nothing. Um, politics in this country is finished. And you get a sense of, of, of frustration and anger from people who actually, um, in communities who, who deserve better. But, I mean, the SDLP in North Belfast, along with Nicola Mann and the team, we work really hard every day of the week for people who experience issues like universal credit, PIP, um, mental health, addiction. And, and I think that that's all the key, key um, things that we work on. But, I mean, people are very frustrated. Um, there was lots of apathy on the doors. And, and that's the, you know, people, people are just angry that we don't have a government and, and that there's our health service and our education is, 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 is in a good place. But, I mean, for, for me and for the team in North Belfast, we fight really, really hard every single day for people who come to us looking support. And I think um, hopefully that will be, be shown today here in Belfast City Hall. Uh, and just finally on it, Paul, the atmosphere in Belfast City Hall, is there a bit of a buzz? Is it like first day at term? Is it, you know, exam day at school, waiting for the results day at school? What day do you compare it to? I suppose waiting for results is the, is the best way. You're all standing in the school canteen waiting to see what grade goes up on the, uh, the sticky wall just to the, to the right of the, the hatch. Indeed, Frank, yes, there's a great buzz here in City Hall currently and uh, lots of clipboards and people tallying and, 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 and looking at the, at, at the ballot papers as they're open. So we're in Old Park, we're more or less through most of the boxes, still a few boxes still open, but yes, a lot of excitement, a lot of people waiting to, to hear those results um, and you know, a lot of support from all parties. I mean, I've been speaking to people in Sinn Féin, speaking to people, um, people for profit in all the parties and everybody's very supportive towards each other. So at the minute, things are looking good. People are excited and nervous. And we've still a few boxes to open. Okay, uh, Paul McCusker from the SDLP, uh, thank you. Let me speak to a, a man who certainly wasn't co-opted onto the council just a, a few short years ago. He seems to have been there as long as Belfast City Hall's been there. Uh, Chris McGimsey. Chris, good morning. Uh, good, good morning, Frank. Good morning. Uh, Chris, you are a very seasoned campaigner. You've stood in, in many count centres waiting to be elected. How, how do you feel this morning? Well, I mean, my count doesn't start until tomorrow, so it's uh, it's like Johnson said, you know, the prospect of being hanged in a fortnight concentrates the mind. Well, the contact, the prospect of your your vote being counted tomorrow concentrates your mind as well. So I, I, I'm at a loose end here. I'd be going up to give support to my other colleagues who um, are having their counts today, and we'll we'll just see how that goes. We'll we'll get a general trend too as to how people in Belfast are thinking whether they're they're switching towards it also unionists away from it, towards the SDLP, away from them, and so on. So, I mean, it'll be a, it'll be a lot to do and a lot, lot to see, but it's, it, it's, it's always a, a difficult, um, it's an interesting time, but it's also a, a very dramatic time, for, I think, for all politicians. Yeah. Is it a bit frustrating for you and uh, many others who will have the count tomorrow that we, we already know the shape of most of the councils across in England, and it's a, it's a quarter past nine on a, on a Friday morning, whereas here in the little spit in the bucket that is Northern Ireland, it's going to take to, to well into Saturday. 
Yeah, of course it is. It's, it, it, it is. it's ridiculous. I mean, obviously at a time when Northern Ireland faced a terrorist campaign, for security reasons decided that there would be no overnight counts. Um, but that's that's long gone now. All They should be able to count all of the... Uh, the, the ballots, even if they had to go to two centres, they should be able to count all of the ballots on the same day. They should be, they should start immediately afterwards as they're in England and work right through. We'd all know, basically know before we're elected or not by now. Instead of, I could be waiting until nearly tea time tomorrow night. Um, you know, almost 48 hours after the poll, poll has closed. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's something they need, they need to look at. But, I mean, we just have to go by the rules as I stand at the moment. They're just looking at Suzanne Breen's column in the Belfast Telegraph. She says five things to watch for when these votes are cast and the, and the counting starts. And uh, she, one of the five is Robin Swan and his leadership of your party and how it's going to really reflect on the direction he's taking the party. And the, she specifically uses an example of you. And she says, however, some decisions such as running two candidates in the Belfast ward of Lisnashara and potentially putting at risk the seat of veteran councillor Chris Majimsey are questionable. Do you feel you've been put at risk? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, I only had 0.9 of a... I mean, I'm not, and I'm not uh, putting any, um, any reasons behind that. I don't know what they were thinking of, but I mean, I had less than a quota. I had 0.9 of a quota, which was good for a first time out, and it's a safe Ulster Union seat. There aren't two candidates. If, if the vote splits 50-50... And, and myself and the other guy gets four, get 0.45 or a quote each. Well, uh, neither of us get in, and the LCU News have, have lost yet another seat in Belfast City. We're down to six now, so uh, it, it, it did surprise me. We appealed it, but uh, the party leadership said no, they were determined to run two in this discussion. Two, two, it's going to be, but we'll wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Will you make reference to the, to the other guy? Who is the other guy? The other guy's a fella called Ben Manton. I don't know him. He's a. Uh, was in the uh, Conservative Party for years, and he joined us, I think, about a year ago. So I, I don't, I don't really know the guy. I've spoken to him once, I think. Yeah, see, that, that doesn't so. reflect very positively on the Ulster Unionists, where you know people in the same party don't even know each other. Well, he's in a different branch from me, and uh, no doubt he's well known in his own branch. I don't know, and I can't. I'm not going to criticise the chap because I don't even know him. But I mean, he's he's out. He fought a campaign. He'll see if he's hoping to get elected. I fought a campaign. I'm hoping to be elected. And the the voters will decide that. But I mean, let's just uh, move on and see what the the great people of Belfast decide, or the great people of Lisnashara decide on who who's going to represent them the next time round. I'm hoping it'll be me. But Frank, you know, I've fought many many elections and won a lot of elections. I've lost elections too. Um, and if I lose, for example, if I lose this election, well, life goes on. There's other things I can do with my life, and uh, I'll travel a lot more. I'll write a lot more. I'll read a lot more. And uh, I, I, it'll not be the end of end of the world for me, as far as I'm concerned. But we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll know we'll know uh, uh, tomorrow evening. We'll, we'll know in about uh, what twenty four, uh, about thirty hours, thirty six hours from now. We'll know. Um, whether I'm going to be back in council or not. Yeah, I don't want to underestimate the importance of local council elections, but I am going to say these are just the council elections and it, it's not an election for the Assembly. It's not an election for Parliament. It's not even a, a European a, a election. We, 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 we run the risk of reading too much into it. But, and this is the, this is the big but, it's similar to what I said to, to Paul McCusker. Might this be a watershed sort of pointer towards where the future of the Ulster Unionists actually lies in relation to their main rivals, the, the DUP. Could, could they, to put it bluntly, could they be wiped here at these local council elections? 
And no, the Odyssey unions are not going to be wagged at, this, at these council elections. Uh, Robin Swan has done a good job. Um, so he replaced Mike Nesbitt. He has pulled the party back together again. He's got it on an even, even keel, and we know where we're going, and uh, he's done a good job there. I, it'll take time, I would suspect. We will be pretty much as we were before the election. I mean, I'm not looking, I don't expect many losses. I don't expect an awful lot of gains, but I think they'll have solidified the situation and then we'll, we'll move forward as the United Party to the Assembly elections, which are very important. But I mean, uh, these elections will be uh, well analysed as to whether or not there are trends and what the trends are um, uh, in, in both communities and uh, whether we're pushing forward against the DUP. Uh, the DUP have had to face RHI, they have to face Collapse of Stormont, they've had to face uh, Red Sky, lots of, of questions. And, uh, and then the Ulster Unions need to be in a position that we can't put a glove on them today. Maybe we're in a situation where just DUP people vote DUP, Ulster Unions vote Ulster Unions, and there's never any change. Um, that would be that would be disappointing now, but we're we're pushing on. We're confident that we're we're, we're going to make, we're, we're going to eat into their their vote and maybe their their, their seat tally at least a little bit. And finally, Chris, what's your advice to a, a newbie, a, a person who stood for the first time, who's at a count centre this morning, feeling a little bit apprehensive, a little bit nervous, a timid smile, if there is such a thing with a politician? What's your what's your advice to <laughs> from a veteran to those people? Well, Frank, I would just tell them just to. Hang on, you had the commitment in yourself, you had a belief in yourself when you put your name forward. Um, I think you, you, I mean, you're there. Let the people will, will, will have decided when you know the result, decide what you want to do and move on. And this, is, this is not people, I mean, politics obviously is important, but it's not the most important thing. It shouldn't be the most important thing in your life. Uh, and, you, you know, keep the self-belief. See what the people have said. If they've said no, well, then reassess and see whether you want to have another go at it. And if, uh, if they've said yes, well, congratulations and move into the, into the council to fulfil the role that you had hoped to fulfil and do the job you hope to do. OK, Chris McChempsey of the Ulster Unionists, thank you uh, very much indeed. Uh, waiting through until tomorrow evening to find whether or not he has been re-elected. Uh, 02890 Did you turn out? Did you vote? Uh, do uh, let us know. And uh, do you get a sense that these council elections just seem to be more interesting than any other set of council elections because where we are politically Generally, is that a is that a relevant suggestion to me? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands, and they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey.